Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I wanted to make sure that you were aware of how valuable you are to us and me here at Successful Diligence as a listener of the podcast. It means so much that you allow me to provide value through the podcast and that you listen and you show up and you invest your time. It means the world to me and I so appreciate it. One way that you can show your appreciation for the podcast, if you've gotten any value from anything we've ever said um, in Sode, is you can support us financially so that we can continue to provide the value that you've come to know from the Successful Diligence podcast. And it can be literally less than a cup of coffee a day, 99 cents per month. That's less than a dollar per month, all the way up to five, ten dollars, however much you want to give. But as little as a dollar, less than a dollar, 99 cents, that would make such a difference to us. You can go to the show notes and you can click the link where listener support is highlighted. Um, There's different links in the show notes. Or you can go to anchor.fm backslash successful diligence backslash support and you can sign up there and literally it's one time per month 99 cents less than a cup of coffee and yet you would be having an impact on supporting this podcast to bring more value reach more people to have a greater impact in the world and we appreciate in advance any support that you're able to provide again anchor.fm slash successful diligence slash support or you can click the link in the show notes and show your support financially we appreciate it and we thank you in advance in today's episode i have such a treat for you i have brought back shawnee b if you're cool with your girl fool with your girl everyone's favorite homegirl. She was a part of our Success September series and I had to bring her back to talk about navigating relationships because she has such insight and such a diverse background that I really wanted to share more of her story and more of who she is with you. Now Shawnee B is class clown turned comedian and she has been entertaining people since she popped out of her mother's womb. It is a proven fact that laughter is good for the soul and a laugh a day keeps the doctor away. Therefore, it is mandatory to give you your regularly scheduled dose of laughter is what Shawnee B does for us. She makes sure that you get news you can use, video commentary via YouTube on her Shawnee's World channel, and she also gives you new music, funny skits, reviews on food, alcoholic beverages, different products. You never know what will come out of her mouth or what exclusive hairstyles she will be wearing or what outfits she will throw together to make you say, wow. (laughs) Just know that with Shawnee B, you will get a full dose of petty, a scoop of realness, and you have to stay on your toes for the unannounced and the un 
predictable. I know you're going to enjoy today's episode, and I'd love to hear back from you on what your thoughts are. Successfuldiligence.com slash contact is the way to send an email. Click the link in the show notes to send a voicemail, but get ready and enjoy the episode. Shawnee B, welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I had to bring you back on and I'm so excited to continue our conversation and for the listeners to learn more about you, hear more about you so they can fool with your girl because they're cool with your girl. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hello to all of the listeners out there in the world. (laughs) And I want you to know, I do have global listeners, so you are around the world. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm so excited to get this conversation popping today because you were um, a part of my Success September series, and we learned about your concept of success and heard a little bit about you. And I had to bring you back because I wanted to get a little bit deeper into the journey, the mindset, and just all of the things because you're such an interesting, diverse person. And Knowing you in real life is very different from your online persona and your entertainment persona. And so I wanted to talk about that too, about having different personas, but yet still being true to yourself. Because I know that you are always real. You are always Shawnee B, whatever persona you are showing up as. So why don't we, for the listener who did not listen to my Success September series, which you need to go back and listen to that listener. Um, but for those of, who are just meeting you now, give me a little bit of background about who you are, what you do, and how you came to do what you do. All right. Well, my name is Shawnee B. And if you're cool with me, fool with me. Um, also, a lot of people like to say I'm everybody's favorite homegirl because I can normally get along with everybody. Um, I am a graduate from the University of Memphis, a, uh, a mother, a wife. I give back in my community. I have um, a foundation called Blessed Back with myself, Claudia, and CJ. We feed the homeless, clothe the homeless, um, and we're working on entertaining the homeless, engaging with them more. And outside of that, I am pushing to expand my career um, I pray every day. So whichever prayer God answers, I'm ready for that excitement and entertainment so I can give the world me. I love that. And I didn't know you had a foundation. That is so cool. That is something yeah. new that I learned today about you. That's awesome. So I know that you now live in the central um, time zone in America. But I know you didn't always live in the state you live in. So talk to me about how you got to where you are. So like growing up, what was it like? And then how did you get to where you are now? My family is from Trinidad and Tobago. Shout out to them. Booyaka, booyaka. And um, my mother, she was actually a nurse, an RN nurse. So she traveled a little bit. So um, she left her native island and she went to London, England. Then she was transferred to Arkansas. And that's where I was birthed, yeah. And from there I grew up and then I started my collegiate career in Tennessee. And then I woke up one day and said, I can't do this anymore. I want a different outlook. I want more opportunity. I want to feel like I can use my degree for what I'm paying these thousands of dollars for. And I came to Texas, found a job and I've been hitting the pavement and running since then. 
And lately I've been pushing myself to focus a lot on being my own boss, my own business, never discounting what these jobs have, have put into me, but waking up and taking orders is becoming very difficult because I feel so unappreciated sometimes. So lately I've been pushing Shiny B Entertainment and um, giving my gift to the world and hopefully one day somebody will see my grind and hustle and they will offer me an opportunity and you'll see this face on the tizu in the words of my brother Martin Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's so interesting. Do you know what caused your mom and and family to come from Trinidad to the United States? Was it something that, like, did they know anyone here? Did they just say, oh, I'm just going to move to the United States now? Like, and how did they get to Arkansas? Like, that's Trinidad That's weird, isn't it? (laughs) You don't hear that often. Um, So all my family still stays in Trinidad. Um, There are just a few sprinkles that may be in New York. There are a few sprinkles that may be in Florida. But for my mom, because she was a nurse at that time, they were looking for a lot of, of nurses, doctors, athletes, and, and students to come from overseas and contribute to what they do here. And when there was an opportunity open, Arkansas was one of the places that were allowing travel nurses to come in, um, get some extra schooling, and then use the career there. And if they chose that lifestyle to live there than they could. So a lot of my mom and her friends are actually, well, my mom has passed away, but a lot of her friends are still there from the um, Jamaica, uh, London, England, um, Barbados. So a lot of people have migrated over due to the opportunities for employment and for education. Hmm, interesting. I think that's fascinating because I'm a big believer that your roots contribute to who you are and who you become. And, you know, what I'm learning through doing this podcast and different interviews, especially with international and global, is that the cultures and the way of thinking is so different overseas than it is in America. And people in America think that our way of thinking, our way of life is the standard, and it's really not. Right. Um, which is so interesting to me. So when you were growing up, was it easy to acclimate to the American culture? Because, um, you know, your family's from Trinidad, so you still have that culture in the home while you're growing up, even if you're here in America. Was it interesting developing relationships here? Was it hard? Like, what was that like? It was, it was easy for me, but it was difficult for my mother because a lot of people couldn't understand the accent and, of course, the customs, which is not too different. But um, a, lot of, a lot of the Caribbean culture is education is first, you know, mm-hmm. you, you build on that. And that was no joke in my household. So a lot of times you have people that may not go through the full channels of going to school. And that was no joke in my household. So it was education first, play later. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of everything else, just the food is a little different, but they have this, the only thing I really could say was different is People are in the Caribbean are very nice. They're very friendly. They're very inviting. And you can see the difference because we'll get the shirt off of our backs in most cases until you, of course, turn your back against us. But that was different because a lot of people are like, why are you so nice? And I'm like, mm. culturally, it was instilled in me. Um, and that's everything else is pretty much the same. The grind of, again, education, Make sure you have a roof over your head financially, um, balancing your lifestyle. The food, of course, is always going to be a little different, but just loving everybody. And I think that's also different because people tend to just hate, hate, hate so much. Yeah. But 
you know, you can't stop hate, but a lot of the concepts there is, you know, we're all family. So that's how I kind of push my life here in the U.S. I, I make sure, now everybody's family now, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I try to give people the benefit of the doubt until otherwise. Yeah, but I do find that, and I, I know Caribbean um people from the Caribbean and who have that culture, there is a, a sort of sense of community that in America, it's very individualized, you know, do it yourself, your independence, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's very interesting. So, uh, you know, through your journey, as you are getting your hustle on, you get your education, you're trying to create this life for your, your husband and your son um, to create the best, you know, environment for your son to grow up in and be successful. And you're, you know, using your talents and walking your journey have you noticed that relationships have changed, friendships shift? Like, what has it been like where you run across people who may not share that same hustle mindset or may not be as supportive or may not fool with you because they're just not cool with you, even though they started out being cool with you? You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's difficult because people are in your life for seasons. And that's one of the toughest things to understand because you hope that that person you knew from childhood or whatever part of your life you met them in would still be there until, you know, the casket closed. But people change. And I'm starting to see a lot of people's selfish ways. A lot of people come out to be narcissists, narcissists. And it's uncomfortable for me because I think that communication should be first. And if we're moving in different paths, it's okay to just say, hey, I need a break. You know, I we're not in the same mindset right now. I'm not taking away from what you don't know, but this is where I'm going right now. So a lot of people look at you when you tell them that as bougie, uh, cocky, arrogant, feeling yourself. But for me, like I said before, I haven't changed. I'm just growing with how I'm evolving. So you're gonna leave some people behind. And if you're genuinely friends or family, or lovers or kins, whatever, you know that that person is just growing to help bring the rest of the community with them. No, no one's forgetting about you. Um, I have, I take actually losing a friend very seriously because those are really close connections that you build with people. And you have intimate sessions, not sexually intimate, but you have those moments where you're transparent, where you may cry, where you may be happy, you may travel. And when you lose that section of your life, you, it hurts. And a lot of people aren't open enough to say that that affects them. So nowadays I protect my energy and whatever is interrupting my energy, I have to let it go. I can't be the Shawnee B that still wants to figure out why are these people stepping away from me? If I haven't changed, why are they not changing with me and growing with me? And if we're just frictioned, then I have to move. So I'm not as hurt long term anymore like I used to be I would dwell on it now it's more of a short term understanding like maybe this person was just seasonal and that's yeah. okay mm -hmm. I agree with you I think there's I think there's seasons to life and I think that there's people that come into your life for different reasons and purposes like you said in different seasons and some people will, were never meant to be in your life forever it literally was so you learn a lesson you have an experience um, whatever season it is and I, it's interesting because you've said a couple times that you have not changed, right? And for mm -hmm. me, I would, I would challenge that and speaking for myself, because I used to think, oh, I'm still the same person. 
Except when I did some reflection, I'm really not the same person. And as I grow and level up, I actually do change and I become the best version of myself. Like you were talking about for success, that's that success is becoming the best version of yourself. And I do change. The core of who I am does not change. Like Michelle is Michelle. That's who I'm going to be for life. But me, the person does change. And I, like you, had to go on a journey of becoming unapologetic in letting people go who didn't necessarily like, agree, or want to ride with that new Michelle. But I was changing. It was sort of like, I'm, I'm always the butterfly, but you met me in the caterpillar stage. And now I'm actually in the butterfly stage where I'm flying and you just can't flow with that. And that's okay. We can agree to say goodbye in peace and love and cherish the memories that we had. But I have changed and that's okay for you not to want to roll with that. What are your thoughts about that concept? Hmm, I will say that and I want to say shout out to my counselor. You know, a lot of times people look at counseling as a, a negative thing. They look at you as a weak person. But my counselor has helped me to see that you have to put up healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. And when I put up those healthy boundaries, I've been able to eliminate a lot of those things. Like you said, those those different chapters that are very uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me to battle. Um, so I, I actually will piggyback off of you. When, I'm, when I mentioned I haven't changed, I met my personality of my goal, like making people laugh and smile and feel good about themselves um, and being very transparent the best way I can. Those have, those have always been the same throughout each chapter in my life. Uh, but there has been change when it comes to being accountable because I've grown to be more accountable and, and take responsibilities for my actions. Um, I've also changed in ways of saying that not everything is funny. I used to think that everything was funny. And now I'm understanding, nah, nah, nah. Some things can hurt people that I may deem as funny. So I've changed in that way. But my original goal of making sure that the Shawnee B I was when I was in grade school to now, the humorous side of me, more of, you know, just being engaging with people, that part hasn't changed. But you know, every day is a different outlook for me, especially with so many people passing away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. I've definitely taken all of my, everything that I wanted to do seriously. Not saying because these people, because people are going to die in general, but it's hitting closer to home because they're there in my age group. And I'm like, wow. It's people that I looked up to for years. My mom looked up to years, for years. And I'm like, man. God is calling them home. So I got to speed up what yeah. I'm doing and stop making excuses. So everything around me, I'm making sure that I'm cutting off straggly ends if it doesn't make sense. Because yeah. it's, it's going to kill me. It's going to kill me <laughs> trying, to, trying to make sense of everything that has nothing to do with me. Right, right. It's almost like you can't fit a circle into a square. You know what I mean? It's going hey, to be what it is. <laughs> but I, and I, love what, <laughs> I love how you clarify, because we basically are saying the same things, um, that the mm -hmm. core of who you are doesn't change, even as you level up and you do change. And I love what you said. I want to unpack this a little bit more because it's so common for people to struggle with boundaries and expectations in their relationships 
it, I think it's one of the most difficult things that people struggle with because it's challenging. You feel bad, you feel uncomfortable, it's sort of messy. The other person's gonna react however they're gonna react, but you never know. And I, you know, I, I, I used to be a counselor and a clinician. So yes, to go into therapy, to have a counselor, to have someone, a safe space that is supportive to work through your thoughts, your issues, what have you, it takes a certain kind of strength and courage to engage in that. So kudos to you for that, number one, because our community, we don't always embrace that. But to, let's talk about boundaries for a minute, because as you level up and as you're like, you know what, I really can't accept this or tolerate this in my life anymore because it's not serving me. It's not serving where I'm going. When you start to implement those boundaries and have different expectations for yourself and for other people, talk to me about that journey. Cause that's not an easy one. How do people respond? How do you feel as you're implementing them? Like what is, what is all that about? I will say that is, it is very challenging because as an individual, we want people to be a mirror image of ourselves. So like if I'm very forgiving, you will hope somebody will be forgiven too. And I had to learn how to love people for how those people are. And that's the boundary that I closed up. Uh, there are some scenarios where people will never say sorry, but they hurt you. They may not, ver I would like you to tell me sorry verbally, but I have to realize that everybody is not comfortable owning up to responsibility and accountability. They may never say verbally, I'm sorry, but they may buy you something to eat. They may call you more. They may send you a gift. And you can't discount that, that way of them saying, I'm sorry. You have to kind of say, well, since I know that they're never going to tell me sorry and that, that affects me, I have to put my boundaries up. And I have to know how close I'm going to allow this person to trigger me before I say, I never want to deal with you again, or I'm only going to deal with you and it's comfortable for me to deal with you. And that was the challenging part for me because I will hold a grudge until the wheels fall off. But like I mentioned before, counseling has helped me to see that that's not healthy because you go to sleep with that trauma on your heart and you're killing yourself and the person that you're mad at doesn't even know you're mad at them. They walk so around I, with a smile on their face, not even, right. the world has not changed, yeah. Sleeping peacefully and you're angry and irritated. And if you don't personally reach out to them, whether it's by a writing form or verbal form, and say, this is how you hurt me, and this is what I'm gonna to do to remove myself from this pain, they will never know. And if you tell them, and they still become defensive, because we know people are very defensive listeners, then at least you've done your part. And that's where the healthy boundary comes in. It's like, if you tell somebody and they still reject the change that they could fix, you have to say, mm -mm, this is too much, let me pull me away, because they don't appreciate it. So that's how I've been able to kind of change how I look at people now. It still hurts, but it's hurting less because now I see that that's just how they are. They're not going to be me and I'm not going to be them. So I challenge everybody to just sit down and, and think, is this a reoccurring issue with this person? Why are they always like this? Has anybody ever told them? And have you told them? And if you answer all of those questions to yourself, then that's indicating you need to put up that healthy boundary or you're gonna end up being mad your entire relationship with that person. Yeah, and it only hurts you. And what you're talking about is really maturity, which has nothing to do with the number of age and years you've lived. Maturity is a choice and it's taking responsibility and being accountable for your own self and for what you can control, not 
controlling someone else because you have no impact on someone else's decision. You can only impact what you choose to do. You can only really be accountable for yourself and for what you put out in the world. And like you said, when you hold on to unforgiveness or irritation or hatred or whatever, it's only impacting you. That other person is walking around like whatever. They don't even have a clue what's going on inside of you. Meanwhile, it's eating you up inside. And so that's why I think forgiveness is so powerful. Um, it's such a strategy that is profound and so many people don't take advantage of it, but forgiveness releases that person and releases you to then be able to move on to reach those heights and those accomplishments that you are destined to reach. So I love that. And boundaries and expectations are a primary for healthy relationships. Let's, let's right. You know, um, I have a question. Well, in addition to add to that, I know a lot of people don't believe in taking these quizzes, but there is a quiz called the love language test. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be booed up to take it. You can actually take it as a single individual, just um, kind of, seeing how you are as a person for friendships as well. And I, I, I've learned so much taking that test because sometimes we tend to have the expectation of how we want to be treated. We push it on other people. And that test really helped me kind of revamp the understanding of why people also act the way that they do. Yeah. Um, there's this artist named Seven Streeter, and she has this quote in her song that says, everybody is a grown-up until it's time to communicate. Ooh. And I see it every day everybody's grown until it's time to have a conversation. And now that I see these different personality conflicts, I'm like, man, the one thing that makes a relationship fall out is the failure to actively communicate. Yeah. People come in guarded and they come in defensive. So I think if people challenge themselves to kind of take themselves out the equation, I think, I mean, a lot of this will be irrelevant. We'll probably be happy, happy joy, joy, right? Yeah, I, you know, and I agree with you. Communication is, you, like when I always ask people, what do you think the number one breakdown of, of relationships is? People usually say communication. And I actually mm -hmm. did the whole episode about that. It's really not. The breakdown of relationships is the unmet expectations. And with expectations, you have to communicate them so that the other person knows what your expectation is. Nobody is a mind reader, right? Nobody knows right. what you want, how you receive love, how you, you know, accept affection, how you filter, you know, what people are saying. So for example, like my husband and I, we've been married for 13 years. Congrats. Thank you. And counting. <laughs> and it has not been easy. But what I think has helped recently is that we communicate and we think and filter very, very differently. His love language is acts of service and gifts. Mine is um, quality time and words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is not his strong suit. And so I have had to communicate with him my expectation of if you want me to feel loved, you need to tell me, not just think the thought, like, oh, she looked good today, babe, looking good. Okay, you need to say it out your mouth, not just think it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you gotta preach. Yeah, and, and so with that, and now it's uncomfortable for someone who doesn't communicate like that traditionally. And for me, you know, getting up and doing something, I never thought about it. And I'm a lazy person by nature. I've worked really diligently to not be lazy and to not procrastinate. But I now know that if I, you know, go to the grocery store or make him coffee every day, that to him says, I love you. And so right. to be intentional and be purposeful about doing something for him communicates to him that he's, that he's loved. And then he can say, you know, 
babe's doing all right. Let me communicate that verbally back to her. And then it becomes a positive loop rather than an uncommunicated, unmet expectation that spirals into an argument, which is really not about whatever you're arguing about. The root issue is usually an unmet expectation that hasn't been communicated. Ding, ding, ding. You win a brand new car. You, you <laughs> said it right there. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you said it. And you're married. How long have you been married? Uh, we've been married. It's going on soon to be nine years. And then we will be together total 19. Come oh around. Oh my this goodness. Wow. Congratulations, because relationships Thank are not easy, number one. And then man. marriage marriage is, is a whole nother ballgame. And then to be a parent on top of that, to throw that right. into the mix, my goodness. So how have you navigated that with your husband to have a relationship that has lasted 20 years? When I look at the calendar, I'm like, Jesus, God <laughs> has flown. Like, I remember reading to his sister when she was in third grade and now she's an adult. So you know mm -hmm. I've been a part of the family for a very long time. Wow. Uh, uh, people ask me that a lot of times, like, Shawnee, your relationship goes. I'm like, why? It, it, it's, it's some good days and some bad days and it's some rough days and it's some, it's some celebratory days. But overall, like, when you marry your best friend, you kind of, you work through differences differently because there's the friendship first that you're, you're passionate about. And then you have the marriage, which it shouldn't change too much because it's the same person. It's just your expectations are a little bit different. Um, especially with me channeling my career, my husband's not so much of a in the public eye type of guy. A lot of people call him Casper because a lot of people never see him. And, but I respect that. I give him his face. You know, you might hear his voice in the background, but you rarely will see his face. And for me, I'm the outgoing up. Let me get on the TV. Let me go do something crazy, get, generate a laugh. But I tell people all the time, if, if you can talk about the good that your husband or your wife does, you have to be very, very careful, careful about the bad that you display of your mate. Because sometimes people tend to latch on to those hateful things you say about your mate. And when you forgiving your mate, they don't forgive your mate. And they now you have long memory backlash. Right. They, they hold on to it and it causes an uncomfortable uh, like transition in you in your recovery for forgiveness and their for hatred. Like so yeah. I tell people keep people out your business. Mm. Um make sure, you know, for us what we've been doing is we're a goofy couple, so we communicate, even though his communication is a little scarce. <laughs> <laughs> I know what my triggers are with him and he knows vice versa. So with the child coming into things, children change a relationship because now your time is no longer just on him or on her. It's on y'all as a unit. Where and how we stay so strong so long, I think life, you know, mm -hmm. the journey of life. He lost his mother one year um, early and then my mom passed. So we oh, were wow. dealing with that too, on top of having a child in the midst of that. And that's when things kind of got a little rough, you know, because we were both dealing with grief. Yeah. But overall, when you sit back and you think of all of the different chapters leading up to the 19 years that we're going to make, let me say that, <laughs> <laughs> you, you love it because we both have grown and developed and pushed each other. And one thing I love about my husband is he may not be a comedian, but he pushes me. He, he may not be a DJ, but he pushes me. 
He wears my bracelets. He advertises my shirts. He brags about me to others. He's proud of me. And I'm so proud of him being my husband because this is a lot, you know, this is my dream. And to tell, to, to ask him to help push me to something that may not be his interest is very, is very, I love it. Like you, <laughs> it's, it's so motivating having a cheerleader here and then having the yeah. world cheerlead me on as well. So that also helps our relationship go strong because the drive for not only making the relationship strong for my son to see a positive black couple. And mm -hmm. I'm not discounting white couples or Arabic couples or Indian. I'm just saying in the black community, our strong point isn't relationships. Longevity isn't a strong point either. And so I want to make sure that people see that when you are passionate about something you love, every year is a new year for your relationship because you're going to grow and challenge each other to do something new to keep the spice up. So that's what we're going to be doing for 19 years or when this 19 year come on and beyond. We're going to keep count. challenging ourselves to be like, man, I've been with you forever. I'm sick of you, but I love you so much. <laughs> I love it because you're right. In the black community, there's not a lot of positive longevity role models to look at. That's just fact. Um, I think it's changing a little bit more as, as right. more black couples and like that show Black Love. Um, mm -hmm. I love, I think they're on season four now. I love just highlighting the fact that it doesn't have to be perfect because no relationship is perfect. But when you right. like the person that you marry and you like the person that you're living with and you are a fan of each other, like my husband is my biggest fan. The only reason I wrote my book was because he pushed me for years you know, you got to write the book, you read the book, you did the book yet, you did the book yet. And then he's a graphic designer. So of course I don't have to pay for my design and my book cover. He did it. So it's like a partnership. And when you like the person, when you're the biggest fan of each other and you support each other and you balance each other out, that's when it can work. And you use the word commitment and it's a choice, a daily sometimes hourly, sometimes moment by moment <laughs> choice to say, I'm going to stay. I'm going to choose to love you. Even if I don't like you in this moment, I know this moment will pass and we will get through it together. As long as we are both committed to keep walking this same journey, the same road together. So I love that. Shawnee B. Yes. Love that. Your, your perspective on relationships and I love your focus on boundaries. It's so refreshing. And I think that contributes to your success. And, you know, some seasons are more frustrating than others. But I know that you know, just based on the comments on your YouTube channel that I have seen, your people are committed. Talk about longevity. They rolling with you for life. Talking about nobody's man comment against Shawnee B because we are behind her. And that's what you really need. Sometimes it's not about the quantity of people in your life, but it's the quality of people. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it's, again, it goes back to what I said. That's what makes me feel successful. I may not be winning any type of awards on these platforms like MTV and BT and none of that, but yet. when you have people across, yeah, yeah right. Yet. God, I want that. God, you hear me? I want it. Uh, <laughs> but when you have people that's reaching out to you and saying stuff like, man, I was going through a tough storm, but you made me laugh or thank you so much for giving us this information. I didn't know this existed. That just feels good going to sleep in general because somebody hears it and they brag about you in their country and their states. And I'm like, I'm just Shawnee B. Like, <laughs> I mean, I just love people. So yes, yes, yes. And, you know, hopefully this takes off to where 
I can meet some of these people. I, I would definitely love to meet them face to face and give them a hug because it will be the mutual feeling. The way that they feel about me, I feel the same. And I make sure I comment that back to my followers. And I think that, that you know, once COVID gets out the way, <laughs> we, can right, right. To, right now. <laughs> <laughs> we can get back to in person. Um, you know, I really, I'm a big believer of purpose and that what is for you is for you and that whatever you're seeking is seeking you as well. And just keep walking. I mean, listen, as you hear me say this all the time, right? And mm -hmm. Shawnee B, I believe in you. I know you're going to make it. If people are like, I need more of Shawnee B. I need mm -hmm. more. I got to hear more. I got to catch one of her sets. Let me tune into her show. Where can they find you? How can they reach you? I will say, for those of you that want to fly me out, I'm flyable. Put me in, put me in first class. I, I've never been in first class. So if you want me to bring this blessing to your city, your state, your country, you can definitely book me. But if it's, again, with this COVID craziness, um, you can always see me virally. You can go on my YouTube channel, Shiny Bee Entertainment. Just type that in the search bar, and you will see all different aspects of me, from skits to stand-up to uh, me talking about serious world issues, um, even doing product reviews and just being me. Um, and then for every other platform, it will be the Facebook, which is Shawnee B E N T, which will be Instagram, Shawnee underscore B underscore entertainment. And then Twitter is Shawnee E N T. And you guys can Google me and it'll still give you all of those different points of contact for me. I know YouTube is more searchable for many because it's not locking you into a specific thing. You can kind of go as you please, but just stay, stay tuned and look at me. Cause sometimes I drop freestyle battles. You know, I, I give them bars, Michelle. I give it to, <laughs> I give it to them. It just feels like whatever is moving my spirit at that moment, I deliver it because I always pray and say, God, show me what I'm supposed to be doing and I will be obedient. And someone will wake me up and say, drop a 16 on these kids. And I'll be like, okay, let me get the music. So <laughs> um, I just want people to understand that even though I introduce myself as a, a comedic person, that I am still talented in many other fields. So that YouTube channel, you will see different angles of me and everything that I'm good at. And hopefully it'll bring a blessing to you and to anybody that's in your life that's going through a storm, or if you just want to have a good laugh, because a laugh a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> it is the laugh, not the apple. And I'll put all no, the links the in the <laughs> I'll put all the links in the show notes, listeners, um, so you can click and go and copy and paste and go. And Shawnee B, you really are an entertainer. It's not comedians, you know, rapper, it's, right. you're, you're an entertainer. You bring the entertainment and the laughs and the joy to life. And I love that. So as we close and we end our conversation, what do you want the listener to walk away from our conversation about relationships? What, what is the, like the main thing you want them to walk away from this conversation with? I want you to love you first and just be careful who you let get close to you because a lot of times people are here to like much off of what they think they're going to gain and never lose yourself in loving or liking somebody else. You still need to put up those healthy boundaries and it's okay to set the expectations that you want of people up front. Like you mentioned earlier, communication is very, very big. Stop assuming people know what you're thinking and just be real with yourself and with others around you and tell them what it is that you like, what triggers you, and that way you can help hopefully have healthy relationships, friendships, and all of that, situationships, whatever people like to do these days. 
but you have to remember that you have to love your soul player. And like I told you last show, you got to keep those squares out your circle because it will definitely cloud your judgment and a lot of things that you have. And you don't want your blessing to, to go to waste because God got a lot of people. He got to help. <laughs> and if you keep praying and you're not taking, um, you're not being obedient to what you're praying for, he, he's going to give up on you. So just make sure you challenge yourself to stay driven. You focus on your gift, your skill sets and hobbies. You make sure that those that are your cheerleader, you tell them you appreciate them as well as your fan base. You make sure you always say thank you and be humble and just stay prayed up and blessed because we only have this body for so long and you have to be able to execute everything that you want to do now while you're able-bodied. Yeah, I love that. You know, communication, letting people know where you stand, protecting and guarding yourself because you're worth it and you are priority. And to do that, you have to implement your boundaries. And if you're going to pray to God, or the universe, or whatever you believe in, if you're going to pray right. for something to happen, you have to take the steps and move your feet while you're praying because you can pray all you want to, but if you don't take action, it's not going to happen. And Shawnee B, I am so grateful you were able to fit me in your schedule and come back on <laughs> and share. I think it's been really value added for the listeners. And just thank you so much for doing you, being you, putting it out there in the world. And I am just so grateful that we are connected and that I can have access to you whenever I want to. <laughs> you are my girl. And anybody out there, I do have the website, shawneebeentertainment.com. If you want to check out my fame gear or donate to support my cause, please do always express that there's no pressure doing so because regardless of that, I know you guys are rooting for me to win. And to you again, I hope, and I know I'm going to see this book on the shelf and I need, <laughs> I'm going to buy a copy. I need an autograph and I can't wait to see what your podcast does because you are so excellent from the day I've met you. It's been nothing but positivity and that relationship will continue whether we're work from home or work in person. <laughs> you always got my time. You got my number. And I'm so appreciative that you've given me this opportunity on your platform. I love it. I love it. Every kind word I receive it, accept it. And I love it. Listeners, as I always say, keep walking. Always, always keep walking. Because if you continue to walk, you will reach your destiny. You will reach your destination. You will arrive at the purpose that was intended for you to arrive at. And on the journey, do what Shawnee B says, laugh, eat the apple, but laugh also. And always, always choose gratitude. Oh, 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 oh,